Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I'm Bill Knight. Happy Friday as we, uh, well, oh boy, it's, uh, we can't <laughs> say the name Super Bowl Toilet. Yeah, Bowl. Yeah, Super yeah. Bowl, I yeah. didn't say, I didn't say yeah. the two. Oh, well, you did. I okay. did. Yes. <laughs> you know, that is so stupid. I, I get the copyright stuff and everything like that. But, you know, I think that's actually deliberate so that people stumble. Oh, we're going to sue you. It's so much free publicity. Well, you're not supposed to be able, be, be able to say Super Bowl? Come no, on. you can't. It's No, 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 no. Don't you remember in radio, do not say, you can call it the big game, the this game, the that game, the trash game. Yeah, but you know then, what? Then it then is, all the, the sports commentators, they all say Super Bowl such and such. Uh, but they have permission from the NFL that owns that right. Well, we're, will be we're so, a talk and commentary, Bill, so we, uh, we fall well, under that news. category. It's news. Yeah. So in news, you can report stuff. And uh, and we are listed under news when you go look at us for podcasting and stuff like that. Uh, I don't consider us news, but we are news because it's sometimes the show is news to me when we do it. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. The uh, I remember when the Super Bowl, when it first came out, I mean, even the jobs on Super Bowl Sunday, for the most part, by the crew were like part-time. You know, it was mm-hmm. not a big, fancy, polished operation like it is today right now it's more of a show than a football game i mean oh, think, well. think about it you know i don't know how they i don't know how they play the game bill because they go for the first half and then they break for the halftime show and during the super bowl like the halftime show is 45 minutes long yeah and when they do that you gotta understand you know you're a player you're you're pumped up you're jacked up you've worked out you want to go and all of a sudden, you put the brakes on. Could you imagine if uh, the Na- yeah, if the NASCAR 500, they you know, they, okay, it's live. Yeah. We're going to pause for uh, station identification and these few words from our sponsors. Three <laughs> minutes of commercials, guys. Everybody, just pull over to the side of the road right now. <laughs> Hold your true. place, or you know, you know, Indy 500. Throttle down your engine. You go, you go 250 miles. You pull over to the side of the road, and they have a uh, they have a show. And after the show is over, you restart your cars and you take off again. Hey, my car won't start. You know? <laughs> that would be my luck, I'll tell you. All right, pause. we got to get his car to start. It's not fair that he can't start his car. It is so stupid and asinine. Kind of like what's going on in politics. You know, I mentioned something yesterday. We'll get to that. But there are so many things going on. Uh, I mean, I, I saw a headline today, and I don't know how to interpret it. Because, yeah, you know, I don't know that it went down this way, but... Um, you know, Trump pleaded with uh, uh, Jack Smith to let our country heal. Mm-hmm. Just drop those charges. Right. Now, you know, they make it sound like he's kind of crying and begging. I don't think he's crying and begging. But and would he like to have the charges dropped? Yeah. Do Does the average person that's got common sense go, all right, one charge. Yeah, maybe he did something he shouldn't have. Two charges. Oh, he's been a bad boy. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. It just goes on and on and on. Well, let's make sure that we get that case in a uh, uh, in a court that's got a Democratic uh, appointed judge. Now, you can't sit there and pick and choose, but they are on their side. No, it's all got to be people that favor Trump. I mean, favor uh, against Trump. Well, you can pick and choose, but Merrick Garland can oh, push yes. cases to uh, certain courts. Yes, and, he can, and the, he does. And uh, All the time. You know, people say, 
The difference between the Trump case and the Biden case with the special prosecutors is that Merrick Garland picked in Jack Smith almost a fanatical uh, pit bull. Even if he didn't have a bone to go after, even if he didn't have any evidence, he was the kind of guy that he's an attack dog. That's what he does. And he's not usually successful because he doesn't usually have the goods historically. But... He is uh, one of these guys that is relentless. Whereas her, the other guy, they picked out, again, Merrick Garland picked this guy out because he's mild-mannered. He's considerate. Different type of uh, special prosecutor. And it was intentional on the part of Merrick Garland. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it looks, you know, what happened yesterday is, and, and a lot of people at first glance, you say, uh, Biden, Biden won. No, 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 no. Yeah, he may not be going to jail, and the special prosecutor may not be prosecuting Biden. But if you look at the document that came down from the special prosecutor, essentially what he says is that, yes, he did all these things that were illegal. He had the illegal documents in his garage. At one Mm. point, he even used some illegal classified documents uh, to to get his ghostwriter to write certain stuff in his book, and yeah, and, now of course he, he's screaming that he didn't tell his ghostwriter. He told he told his ghost, but that's a different thing, not his <laughs> ghostwriter. Well, uh, the point is, it's backfired on Biden big time. They they are panicking right now in the White House. The uh, uh, the people who want to see him run again uh, mm-hmm. are really upset because. Essentially, what her said was, yes, he was guilty. Yes, he did all of this stuff. But he is an elderly old man with severe uh, memory issues. And we're not going to put him on a stand uh, and make it make us look small. So now they're calling for the 25th Amendment. People are. Well, even even Democrats are starting to talk about it. But let me ask you a question. In one hand, I'm going, great, finally, you're you're seeing the light. Yep. I think they saw the light. Maybe, but my thing is, what are you going to do? Who are you going to put there? Kamala, what are you going to do? So do they have a Trump card? I hate to use the word that, his name that way, but do they have a Trump card? And they're going, yeah, the time has come. We've got our our ducks in a row. We're going to do this, but we don't know what it is. Well, all I can tell you is, uh, based upon what I saw yesterday in the news and what I've read on the news uh, websites this morning, is that even the mainstream leftist media uh, is is concerned, is upset about what oh, happened yeah. yesterday. And do they have a Trump card? Um, I, I think this kind of caught them with their pants down, so to well, speak. Well, yeah, but if, if they got to take down Biden... You know, because they've made the thing of age. Mm-hmm. And now Nikki Haley is all over it, too, because she's trying to do that, too. Well, Trump is, you know, he's slurring. The- Nikki forgets that she's kind of bumbled a few speeches, too. So yeah. maybe, you know, senility is setting in a little bit early for her. <laughs> but uh, the point is, is that they might say, yeah, you know what? It's time for youth to get into the White House. I'm not going to argue with that. Mm-hmm. But what I am telling you is they could be saying, yeah, Joe's really bad. Why don't we just take both these candidates out, and then who's going to usher in? Now, Nikki would think it's her. Um, on the 
liberal side of things, I would think Kennedy would be uh, all of a sudden the go-to guy. I don't know that the Democrats would embrace him. I don't know that he would give two rat's asses about, you know, switching back over to Democrat. If he did, that would be stupid in my mind towards him. Well, I think that uh, they, they, everyone's still talking about uh, Michelle Obama. I don't think she's the answer. I think she's probably going to bring more problems to the, uh, the situation than you can imagine. I mean, there'll be people digging into her past, deep dives. It won't be the former first lady t- type, uh, type of dives. It will be, let's go uh, back to her college days and what was she doing? Uh, I mean, it will be deep and be, it'll be unpleasant. She's already said to people, you know, that she doesn't want to be president. She doesn't want to have that invasive uh, investigation into her life. So right now she doesn't. But, you know, if they soften, if they soften the ground, mm-hmm. all right, she might. And when I say soften the ground, look, I'm not I'm not accusing her, him, he, it, whatever uh, of anything. But there have been the speculations, and yes, there are the videos. Well, that's doctored. No, some of these videos couldn't have been doctored. Yeah. So, you know, the, there is the question, uh, is he, was she, ain't he, uh, her? We, we don't know. Uh, we don't, we, we don't we, know. We yeah. really don't. And, and so it's unfair, you know. I mean, just like uh, Obama's uh, sexual preferences from the past and his writings indicate that he kind of, Went over to the middle and over the line a little yeah, bit. His door and, swung his, both ways, I think, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a kitchen door in and yes. out. So there you go. Yep. Uh, and he's the chef, I guess. Um, I, I have another line, but I'm leaving it alone. Either way, that's his business. But they're trying to mainstream things that really should be kept private. And they're trying to normalize things that really ought not to be, but it's, you know, everything that they do is to divide. And then they want to take people and take a, take a piece of that divided pie and slide it over to their plate. You know, so when they, when they divide us, they can take that piece of pie and that's what they're trying to do. Take the whole pie by division. They were trying to uh, put out the fire last night and they brought Biden out uh, and that was a huge mistake because he only made it worse. Listen. I did not share classified information. I did not share it. With your ghostwriter. With my ghostwriter. I did not. Guarantee you did not. But the special counsel said it. Well, no, I did not say that. Okay. Oh, he did not say that. But Mr. President, so what let, let me okay, answer your question. The fact of the matter is, what I didn't want repeated, I didn't want him to know, and I didn't read it to him, was I had written a long memorandum to President Obama why we should not be in this, in Afghanistan. And I was of uh, multiple pages. And so what I was referring to, I said classified. I should have said it was should be private because it was a contact between the president and the vice president as to what was going on. That's what he's referring to. It was not classified information in that document. But the thing is, everybody who's read the document says that's not what he said, Mr. President. He said that you shared classified information, but, uh, I mean, Mm -hmm. Joe is trying to cover up what he, you know, what the document says, what the special report says, but it, it isn't working this time. Even CNN and MSNBC, you know, they're 
they're saying, well, he's got a problem here. He's got a problem here. And whoever it was that thought it was a good idea to send Joe out on the stage last night in front of the nation and uh, to put the fires out only put fuel on the fire. It only made it worse. Joe came out, and he was very defensive, and he was snapping at reporters. He was angry. He looked he looked out of place, out but of you know, one of the things that uh, I'm just now sitting here thinking about, because one of the stories we're going to talk about, and I know you got audio on it, um, is Tucker. Tucker's thing came out yesterday, and it is kind of like, you know, well, you got to talk about that. Yeah, I guess we do. Kind of a timely distraction, though. It's funny how things happen at certain key points. Yeah. And a lot of revelations came out. Of, now, I didn't know that Tucker tried to get into the CIA. I got the uh, audio from that, Bill. I got the audio when actually Putin is... Brought it up. It, yeah, listen to this. The armed opposition committed a coup in Kiev. What is that supposed to mean? Who do you think you are? I wanted to ask the then U.S. leadership. With the backing of whom? With the backing of CIA, of course. The organization you wanted to join back in the day, as I understand. We should thank God they didn't let you in. Although, it is a serious organization. I understand. <laughs> you know, when I heard that, Bill, I thought to myself, you know, don't think for one second that there are documents in this. I mean, I think that they have spies all over our government and... If you were a foreign country, would you not have operatives inside your opponent's team? Of course. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. And that's what he was telling Tucker, you know, is that I'm here, I'm talking to you, and I'm going to talk fairly and honestly, but don't think I don't know everything. <laughs> and, you know, I was watching I know Tucker's... I color underwear you have Did on, you see you Tucker's know? face? Tucker's no, face I was... didn't see that. No, he was... Tucker was serious and he was listening... And when he said, uh, uh, with the backing of the CIA, the organization that you tried to join back in the day, thank God they didn't let you in. And when he said that, when he said that, Tucker's eyes, they seemed to widen a bit, but he, and he didn't change to like a smile, like, ah, that's true. It was like, hey, how did he find this? Because they're not supposed to know stuff like that. But you got to understand, we see Vladimir uh, Putin, well, he's the president of the Soviet Union. He was a top KGB oh, operative. Yeah. Oh, their yeah. CIA. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, um, just like, uh, you know, the original Bush in the White House was a big CIA person. And they, if you work in the CIA, you've done things or have had privy to things that are pretty nefarious and, uh, you know, you might not want to tell people because they would they would look at you with a different eye. If you know somebody, look, I, uh, I won't go there. But if you know somebody that might be involved in the government, mm -hmm. they you know you've got to sit there and go. They know stuff. They I know stuff I have a relative have done stuff. I have a relative. I'm not going to say who that relative is in case that relative is listening. I have a relative who I believe it's not definitive. He's never said it. But uh, he, he was high up in that organization. Let me just leave it like that. Uh, well, and they, you and they, know and, I have a relative, too. And, that, and, they, uh, and they don't tell you. 
They don't they can't tell you. Tell you. you know. As a matter of fact, they will minimal, minimize their job to Absolutely. you. Too. Absolutely. Oh no, I. I've got a desk job there. What are you talking about? You know, come on. Yeah, I'm you a know, secretary. And, but, you know, no. Yeah, my my. No, you're on a plane with my orcas. You know, a private. Uh, you know, and, government and, you know, jet. The, the thing about it is, they they had the position for years, and everybody in the family, everybody mm. in the family knew it. I mean, we all, it was like an unspoken. You don't say. Uh, don't mention uh, what so and so does. We all know what they do and. But don't don't say what they do, okay? And and, and Bill, I'll tell you about it later on after the show is over. But uh, well, probably yeah, I got to hit the road out. You know, I'm oh, traveling. Yeah, you, yeah uh, that's true. He he's always he can't hit a moving target, and he's always moving. Um, but you know, they try. Getting, they try. They getting really back do. to the interview, it's about a two-hour-long interview with uh, Putin. He didn't. Oh, we're not playing that today. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it is it is long. I haven't even listened to it. Because it's just, I've heard segments, but I haven't heard the whole thing. I'm going to sit down after the show today and listen to uh, as much as I can. Go ahead, Bill. Now, I I was going to say, the one revelation that came out is about, and this is probably going to be the thing that might tip opinions, if you do what Trump says, read between the lines, which is what you should do. You Mm -hmm. you should check out the backstory in this, and there's a backstory. Because Tucker asked, Putin point blank. So what made you get into the war with the Ukraine? And it goes back to 2014. And it goes back. So Obama and, uh, you know, uh, Biden and uh, what what they did there with uh, the Nord Stream, you know, that that was a part of it, too. And, you know, the the CIA coup, Mm -hmm. you know, to do things. And basically, uh, what was his name? Uh, I'm trying to think of the. uh, he was, you know, a friend of the, you know, the, the Soviet Union, the, uh, the president. Uh, hang on, I mean, I he really it. and truly, he tre- Putin looked very at ease, very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Tucker looked uh, a bit businesslike from when I, I, I think that Tucker's probably thinking when he was doing this interview, I, I have to be neutral. I have to look a certain way because everybody's going to be judging me. He knew that going into this interview that his critics were going to be attacking him with all their knives. They already they already started, folks, before the interview came out. Yeah. Uh, the name I was trying to remember, if I get the name right, is uh, Yanukovych. Uh, he was the president uh, in the Ukraine. And uh, we were part of a coup that uh, took him out and, you know, paved the way for, you know, Vladimir and what was... But it was... It was started by basically by the Ukraine and, and and the United States, and he sat there and said, "Okay." Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, a few years later, we this podcast was going on when the Nord Stream, uh, the pipeline happened. blew up. Yeah, yeah, when the pipeline blew up, you know, and we pointed all those fingers, and it turned out it was us. But we don't talk about well, that we anymore. Don't, they, and they, the evidence that, is there. That is the general accepted uh, preposition that that it was us, but. No one in this government has ever admitted to that. No one is. Would you? No, no, absolutely not. So, so it, if you don't I mean, admit we, it, it never we, happened. You we can't think, prove it. We think it happened, but we can't say it was us because nobody's admitted to it. Well, maybe maybe a, a friend of the ghost writer, a ghost, did it. Yeah. You know, you know a couple uh, of ghosts. Uh, yesterday, also, uh, besides all of this stuff with the interview with Tucker, with the. Uh, uh, the craziness of that special report from the special prosecutor. And by the way, 
Uh, everyone's talking about uh, the 25th Amendment now, even people on the Democratic side. So uh, it may it doesn't look good for Joe making it to the 2024 election. And this is not a surprise to Trump. He was even asked uh, before this happened, does he think that Biden is going to be running? And I heard him say with my own two ears, ears, uh, no. Yours, huh? Yeah. My, two, my two ears. I heard, uh. I heard him say no. Uh, I don't think Biden is going to be the candidate at the end. Uh, so, but uh, who? Well, they have uh, Gavin. They have, they have Gavin the Newsom, here? who would be a, a, an absolute waste of space. Well, uh, you have uh, Carmela, who uh, everyone says she just can't run; she's not uh, capable. Um, you have uh, Michelle Obama. I'm again, I mean. They may go after Oprah Winfrey, for all we know, you know? You know, the one thing that I, I, I don't really want to mention, because there are women that still, no matter all the nefarious things that she did and everything that she's guilty of. Oh, don't say it. But, you know, a lot of women still sit there and go, you know. Hillary. I know it's I, I, all this dirt, but Hillary. Uh, you know, Bill, I, I, I forgot uh, Hillary. Maybe that was... Uh, uh, and so, Hill, and who's quiet these days? Well, she was until she was until yesterday when she was interviewed about Tucker, and she was oh, out. Of course, yeah. She was out bad mouthing Tucker. Now she she uh, I think she would come back at the drop of a hat. I think she she's wants to be present for. She's waiting for her invitation. Well, as a matter of fact, this is Hillary the day the day before yesterday. Tucker Carlson is in Moscow right now interviewing Vladimir Putin. Right. The first American, I'll say, journalist uh, to interview Putin since the war in Ukraine mm -hmm. began. What does that tell you about Tucker Carlson and right-wing media and also Vladimir Putin? Well, it shows me what I think we've all known. He's what's called a useful idiot. I mean, if you actually read translations of what's being said on Russian media, they make fun of him. I mean, he's like a puppy dog. You know, he somehow has, after having been fired from so many outlets in the United States, he, uh, I would not be surprised uh, if he emerges with a contract with a Russian outlet because he is a useful idiot. He says things that are not true. He parrots Vladimir Putin's uh, pack of lies about Ukraine. Uh, so I don't see why Putin wouldn't give him an interview. You know, uh, in this same interview, she talks about uh, uh, Trump and the Fifth Estate. The Fifth Estate uh, is, it, historically, is this behind-the-scenes, secretive uh, cabal of people mm. who are trying to take over a government. Uh, and she thinks that Trump has a cabal behind him, when in reality, a lot of people feel if anybody has a, a deep state behind them, it's Hillary Clinton. Now, if if she is in a position where she can become the candidate, I think she'll drop everything and jump in. I think she is desperate to be president. But the only thing I'm thinking is she took the loss in 2016 bill so poorly. She was so angry and she was throwing things around the apartment and she was just doing she just went ballistic. 
How's she, she had gonna, a temper tantrum? Well, how is she going to take it when she loses again? I'm just well, saying, she, you know? She's still got fireworks that never got used. <laughs> and she's been saving for the day. I know. Yeah, you she, know? Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. She didn't need the fireworks. She went off like a Roman candle. She had to go pout for a bit, and then, you know. Here's what I think, uh, though, Bill. they got to make a decision soon. They have to make no, a decision don't. with Joe soon. They do. Because no, no, they got to put her in a place to where she can be. No, they they cannot let a diminished guy like Biden uh, stand on the stage much longer. Because, with all due respect, based upon well, what happened last night, he's losing it. He he sounded angry. You know, usually when you're a, a diplomat, you can handle the media. You can do it with a smile and grace. An a, an angry, uh, diminished old man was what we had last night on the stage, and they can't afford it. This might No, be. but I'm saying what they can afford to do, and they probably will try to do, is, you know what, we got a lot of turmoil going on, and we're going to get to that because there's a lot to unpack there, uh, is that if they have to throw this country into martial law, then who becomes the de facto president uh, or Running the government. Oh, um, my God. Can you imagine if we go into martial law with Joe Biden at the helm? Well, See, well, I, think oh, they, I think they figured that they probably would have a better chance to keep things orderly and under control with a younger Camilla. Because I think Camilla is easily manipulated, too, but she's clear-headed. Joe, uh, he's irrational now. He's starting to become... Uh, angry at the drop of a hat. Do you want that guy with the button? No, but I wouldn't want Carmela with the button either. And I wouldn't even want her give, to give her the chance and respect to try to show colors that she hasn't earned or have. Because the media would be there to say, what a great thing. And then they would, they would, they would play the race thing and they would play the woman thing. And it's like, I don't mind uh, a person of any color getting into... Ramaswamy, I would have liked. Oh, but he doesn't cross the. He's not a woman. He's not transgender. So you gotta, you know, you gotta cross all oh. those. About the only person that they could probably bring to the table right now, that you know doesn't have one of those checks, but endorses all those checks, it would be Hillary. So I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy. But you know what's really crazy is uh, you know I went and got my taxes done yesterday. Well, they're not done. I took the paperwork and to, to do it, but either way, you know, and there were people there talking and you remember over the past weekend, I, I had related that I was out uh, at, at actually a dollar store. And um, I had noted there were a lot of people of ethnicity, all from the same region of uh, the world. And, uh, but I didn't say anything. And the line went from the front of the store all the way to the back. It was, you know, I guess the equivalent to a busload of people. And I didn't put two and two together. I thought, well, the lady up there is blowing up balloons. So, you know, one clerk blowing up balloons, 30 balloons, 35 balloons, actually. But who's way, counting? <laughs> who's, who's counting? Well, everybody <laughs> in line, even the people there. Now, uh, I didn't pay much attention until after I got tired of waiting. After, But I, you know, I'm, I'm leaving. And uh, then it dawned on me. I said, you know, none of these people spoke English. I mean, and they were all in line buying food, things to eat, snacks, and stuff like that, as if they were on a journey. And then I see, you know, the charter bus 
on down at the end of the uh, the the strip mall complex on the side, guy sitting there reading the paper, and I'm going, oh, all right. So we had some immigrants coming through, stopping to get something to eat, two blocks off of 81. Then comes yesterday, fast forward, and people all sitting there were all lamenting. They were really angry. Now I would normally not listen to it if I hadn't seen and witnessed what I had. And they were talking about the eight, not one, not two, three, four, five, eight buses. So I can't verify that number, but I can verify there are people here that were dropped off that brought in illegal immigrants and they were all given, and that's true, in line, they all had red or white cards, mm-hmm. their credit cards. They got 5000 bucks that replenishes every month or as they need it wow. uh, that they have to use, and they're all there using it to get their goods. Now, they were clean and everything and clothes were this, this and that, but then they were talking, uh, and apparently there was a city councilman that had verified everything, that yes, they're actually, they're looking for housing for them. They, it's like when somebody came to Florida, the big thing down there that was many years ago when I lived there, they said, you know, somebody gets into this country, you know, and comes up ashore and all of a sudden we adopt them in. They're given a clean credit slate. They're given money and everything to establish they're doing better than you or me. Apparently that's going on here. They're giving them driver's licenses. Um, they're, you know, they're giving them housing mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there going, they got clean credit reports. They got money, they got credit and it's all on the behest of the government. And I started thinking, all right, they did this in Luzerne County and they're bringing in eight busloads of people. That's a lot. Are there more? Are there other spots USA that this is happening? Where Every, every the- spot USA. How about that? Rural America, and, you know, it's conservative rural America. That is a conservative stronghold. Like you said, they're watering down the voting pool because yeah. with, the, with, the, uh, with the driver's license that they give them, um, that means that, Phil, you know, I was always taught as a kid, you can only vote in the United States if you are an American citizen. Always taught that. I mean, it was part of what they taught us in, in class as a kid. But yet, now I hear people saying, well, you know, if they get a driver's license or a federal ID, you know, they're all set to vote. No. No. no you're right. supposed to ask them, are you an American citizen? You, I mean, you are. But, you know, they don't do it. They don't no. even ask you your name. I mean, I think they ask your name. When you walk into a voting booth, they ask you your name, and they can tell what ward you're well, in. You know. Yeah, but that might be a problem because now the illegal immigrants you can't ask anything about. So last voting cycle, you know, they, they ask your name. Mm-hmm. This voting cycle, I wonder if they will because that, that's a form of discrimination to the uh, – they're not illegal immigrants anymore. They're migrants. You know, they're, they've migrated here. Let's, because, uh, let me play for you something. This is something from sure. a, a sheriff, a guy, a sheriff Jones, Rick Jones. Mm-hmm. He's from Butler County, Ohio. And uh, I want you to pay attention. This is about immigrants and about security in the U.S. Listen to this. My name is Rick Jones. I'm the Butler County Sheriff, Butler County, Ohio. Um, I just came back from a national sheriff's training in uh, D.C. uh, three days ago. 
two days ago. We were briefed by the FBI director, Ray, the director of the FBI, and several federal agencies. There's 3,300 sheriffs in the United States. The President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs of the 3,300. We have a hierarchy. We have a president. We have a vice president. The President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs. He also refuses to meet with the police chiefs of the United States. They have a hierarchy also. He refuses to meet with them to talk about border issues or talk about crime that's going on because of the border issue. We were also told by Mr. Ray, the FBI director, that there are more red flags going off now than before 9-11, okay? When I say red flags, meaning people that are here in this country that are wanting to do harm to us. We were also explained we're, in the, we're bombing two countries right now. Two countries. These people do not like us before this started. There's thousands of people here from other countries, 160 different countries. They're here not to be our friends. Some of them are coming because they're wanting to come here to the best country in the world, the way we see it. Some are coming here to do harm to us. And we were told by the FBI director, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Did you hear that? I mean, mm-hmm. this is, this is, they were briefed by Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, director of the FBI, that uh, he's never seen more red flags in, at one time in this country in, in, in his experience. He said that it's not a matter of if they're going to attack us internally, it's a matter of when. They've accepted the fact, based upon the current environment in this country, that uh, it is a fait accompli. It's going to happen. It's a done deal. We're going to be hit. It's just they don't know when, but it will be. It'll happen. Well, and, I. They might know when, because don't think that this is not a plan. The fact that you know they've had the crisis and now the buses are showing up in small town USA everywhere where your your replacement this is like an invasion of the pod people or something you know they're coming in to replace us they have you know valid credit that our government's paying for and i got to thinking about this you know there are tens of millions of illegals here and they're giving them money could they and i still think that border thing and that 60 billion dollars and all that money that they're asking for is really some of it's going to those immigrants here because they they need to pay for all of that well, if you're going to take that kind of money and pay for things, Jim, do you have credit card debt? No, I don't. You have actually. bills? <laughs> okay, but okay, I'm, I'm asking John Q. Public. Yeah, you know, do you, sure. do you have debt? <laughs> yes. Could we just take that kind of money and screw the immigrants? Let them go back home. Let's take care of our own people that paid taxes here all along. Wipe out your debt. Clean your slate. Well, you know, uh, I, I I want to play another little bit of audio for you. All right. Uh, when you think that the guys that you sent to Washington, uh, the senators and the representatives Screw are them. there to represent If you think they're there to represent you, you're, you're wrong, okay? Um, case in point, I want you to listen to this. This is Chris Murphy, Senator Chris Murphy from the state uh, of uh, Connecticut, the nutmeg state, as they called themselves. And uh, I want you to hear who he, he believes 
uh, you know, they had this bill that they tried to pass, this, uh, this pork bill uh, that they tried to porn off as um, uh, being a bill that was good for the border, when in reality it was massive amounts of money going to Ukraine and to Gaza and to uh, Indochina and all these other places. But uh, listen to who Christopher Murphy, the, the Democratic senator, from Connecticut thinks we we fail. Listen. The negotiation didn't have a path to citizenship. It was entirely on their terms in order to get Ukraine funding, right? Well, I mean, Chris, that's been a failed play for 20 years. So you are right that that has been the Democratic strategy for 30 years, maybe. Uh, and it has failed to deliver for the people we care about most, the undocumented Americans that are in this country. This is also not 2013 any longer when we ran that play last. Did you hear that? He mm-hmm. said for the for the people who we care about the most the undocumented Americans. He is, in his mind, he has already said, okay, you step on this soil, you are an American, although be it you're undocumented. He so is, what about the undocumented Americans? Well, no, they don't care about us. He is more concerned about illegal aliens. Not, yeah. not the people of Connecticut, by the way. If you're living right now and you're listening in Connecticut... Uh, I hope you have buyer's remorse because you should have. This guy is not concerned about how uh, all these illegals are going to affect the people in Shelton, in Stratford, in Norwalk, in Stamford, in Milford, in New Haven, in East Haven, in Guilford, in Brantford, and I could go on and on. He doesn't care. All he nope. cares about... All he cares about is the undocumented Americans who came from God knows where into this country and are now, uh, well, they're, they're consuming our money. And by the way, I was going to say I was watching a video, Bill, uh, yesterday of illegals uh, in this country uh, standing around at a place, I guess they were trying to get day work, and they all had a beautiful winter coat on. They all had this, I mean, it was kind of winter coat that I'd like. It had a nice fur collar, but they were all the same. They were not like, they didn't go in and buy. uh, That was my point. The the people that I saw, they were given a lot of stuff, and uh, they're coming in. And, you know, the other part of that story is, you know, there are stories here locally and all over the country where it is not less than 50%. It is over 50% of Americans can't pay their rent. But these people are coming in. Don't worry about it. The government will pay your rent for you. As a matter of fact, uh, we uh, hear it on good word that there's going to be a lot of housing coming available real soon. And you know those jobs you're looking for? You have union jobs. They're good-paying jobs. They're good salaries, very high salaries in some cases. You're not going to have them any longer with millions of people flowing into our country because they're going to take over driving trucks. They're going to take over doing the kind of work that you represent and that other unions represent. And I'll tell you, the unions are in trouble more than any other group. The unions are in trouble because if you have trucks and you can get somebody for $6 an hour, even if that's illegal, which in many cases they'll do, they'll hand them $6, $7, $8. But if you're going to have an hour... 
if you can get somebody from six hours, you're not going to pay union wages and Teamsters wages. No way. And this will put the Teamsters out of business. That's President Trump, and he's got it right. They're going to take those yeah. jobs. And and you're going to be stuck, friends. You know, and you heard Chris Murphy. He's he's really more concerned with the uh, undocumented Americans. Oh, my God. I heard that from this guy, and he's a, he's not a representative. He's not some guy, you know, representatives, they kind of stumble into government. You know, they were there for two years initially, and, you, you know, they don't know whether they're going to last. Uh, but a senator, when they get uh, into office, they got six years. They're in there longer than their, – their jobs last longer than the presidency uh, lasts. And yeah. and this and this guy is uh, – He's representing a, a state that is thousands of miles from the border, yet his major concern is the undocumented Americans. So why is that? Because, Bill, it all goes back to a Democratic nine-step agenda. I want to play this for you. This is uh, floating around the Internet. I'm not sure who the guy is who, yeah, let's go with who did it, but I want you to hear this. Have you heard this? This is a nine-step plan uh, put together by the Democrats. Listen to this. The Democrat election playbook explained a nine-step plan to blame Donald Trump for the border crisis. Step one, flood the country for three years with millions of illegal aliens. Step two, watch approval numbers on the border drop below 20%. Step three, election year is here. Decide you need to act now that you've let millions of illegals into the country and the American people are pissed. Step four, line up some rhinos in the Senate to assist with the next phase of the plan. Step five, work with the rhinos on a bipartisan basis to devise a garbage piece of legislation that would make the crisis considerably worse. Step six, ensure the bill is so bad that becomes toxic for Republicans. So much so that even the Republican rhino leadership who helped negotiate it is forced to abandon it. Step seven, message the doomed legislation as the strongest immigration and border bill in history, knowing the media will faithfully echo your propaganda. Step eight, claim the only reason Republicans abandoned the bill is because Trump wants to use the open border as a campaign issue. Step nine, adopt your new 2024 campaign mantra. The border crisis is Trump's fault. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And you, you hear those nine steps and you can check them off. Check them off for yourself. I We're mean, basically at eight right now. Number yeah, nine is the fait accompli. That's right. We're at eight right so now. So they've got away with it again. And you know what? But the stupid people that are sitting there going, Biden, 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 I'm riding with Biden. You're riding right down the drain. Yeah. You know, take yeah. a big gulp of air because it's going to be the last one you breathe. I don't know how hit. they. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they can justify it. I think those are people who are historically Democrat and just won't vote for a Democrat no matter who he is or what he'll bring right. to the table. And they're going to go down the drain, and yeah. the country will go with it. You know, you even saw it, Now I didn't watch the Grammys, but I, you know, I do see music videos, go out and get the haircut, and they got the TV on. Most everybody on there now, there is no English spoken on uh, YouTube or M- MTV, whatever channel. It's all the rhythmic dance music, and mm-hmm. it's all pose things, you know, young girls, beautiful women, in the Riviera and stuff like that. And they're showing all these exotic places and a very multicultural, colorful array of people 
with a little sprinkle of one white person here and one white person there. Yeah. But it makes you feel like, wow, I'd like that life. Boy, look at that, man. I, life will be like a vacation. Ain't no vacation. Buddy. Well, I mean, it, it, it's, what the, it's what the media, the media has stopped trying to entertain us with great stories. Propaganda. It's all, all social stuff. I think I mentioned this before. Uh, Bill mm-hmm. knows this. My avocation, my hobby is to write film scripts. No, you like never that. mentioned it. Well, yeah. And uh, you liar. <laughs> and the thing is, uh, I go to these different websites where they talk about what different production companies are looking for, what different managers and producers are looking for. And it used to be that they would say, wanted great thriller, wanted great action movie. wanted." Now you go to these sites and it's wanted socially accepted, uh, socially conscious movie, looking for mixed race leads. I mean, it's all nonsense. None of which, by the way, will end up being entertaining to look at. Truly, when you think about the garbage they're putting out in Hollywood right now, for the most part, uh, it's a darn shame because they have they have better tools to work with mm-hmm. than ever before. They, if you knew how many movies uh, are made with computer animations and computer graphics. Movies that you think that they wouldn't use computers here. Why would they? It's a it's a street scene. Well, they use they they can go into a movie studio now in Hollywood and make you think that the scene is being shot in Switzerland. You right. can be in the studio. You can think you you know you can you can see the guy go in a Los Angeles studio, a Hollywood studio, and and in that studio in that building. He is going to put together a film that makes you think he's standing on a mountain in uh, the Swiss Alps. Because they can do that now. They can digitally make you feel that uh, they can replace everything in the background in a movie. Everything. Yeah. And, you know, they've been able to do it for for decades. They've just gotten better at it. The computers have gotten smaller and faster, you know, but they've been able to do it since, like, the 80s. We didn't realize it, but uh, they they had they had these huge, expensive computers that they worked with back in the eighties, and literally now they can do the same thing on a laptop, you know. Um, But anyway, the point is, you can't believe you lion eyes anymore, Uh, and Hollywood is not doing us any favors. They're not making us really entertaining movies anymore. We're seeing either fantasy movies, superhero movies. Or socially conscious movies. Every time you see a couple nowadays in commercials, they're a mixed race couple. Usually, you know, it's a, it's a, for some reason they think that's where they should. Maybe they figure it's uh, neutral. They can't get in trouble if they have a mixed race couple. But uh, no, I, I think it's all part of the homogenizing, uh, the homogenization of the the global landscape. You know, I I used to sit there and think, you know authenticity was was a badge you know like yeah you know it's very cultural and i like we all had a certain amount of distinction yeah there's racism in there that they wanted to you know really expound upon to sit there and try to do this blend thing um but it all gets back to a uh, probably another nine-step thing to turn us into uh, a one world order here a one world government because that seems to be where we're headed and you know, the United States 
is ground zero. Mm. And that's it. Is there going to be chaos here? Is there going to be internal strife? You bet your bottom dollar it is. It's going to happen. And even you heard that audio cut earlier. It's not uh, if, it's when. And I'd say it's coming soon. The border issue, we're at step eight. And they're in actually into step nine uh, because the election's coming up. You know, one of the things we have to mention before uh, we end the show today is, uh, and we I, I would have normally have started the show with this, but we haven't got a decision, so it's all speculation. Even by the even by the sharpest legal mind, no matter what you hear on the different news programs, uh, the Supreme Court hasn't issued a final ruling, so it's uh, it's still speculation. You, and we've been you've dis- got your doubts. We've been disappointed before. Let me put it this way: we have been sure that the Supreme Court was going to rule a certain way, and then I'll be darned if they didn't let you down. So, uh, But I want to play for you uh, 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 Brett Kavanaugh. He delivered a reality check to the yeah. uh, Colorado Attorney General, or actually it was the attorney for the, the case, the Colorado case, uh, and uh, he said uh, Trump has... Uh, has not been charged with insurrection. This is Brett Kavanaugh. Listen. Some of the rhetoric of your position, I don't think it is your position, but some of the rhetoric of your position seems to suggest unless the states can do this, no one can prevent insurrectionists from holding federal office. But obviously Congress has enacted statutes, uh, including one still in effect, Section 2383 of Title 18 prohibits insurrection. It's a federal criminal statute. And if you're convicted of that, you are, it says, shall be disqualified from holding any office. And so there is a federal statute on the books, but um, President Trump has not been charged with that. So what, what are we to make of that? Two things, Your Honor. Section 2383 was initially enacted about six years before Section 3. It wasn't meant as implementing legislation of, uh, related to Section 3. And I would emphasize that by the time that Section 3 was ratified, most Confederates had already received criminal pardon. I guess the question is so, a little bit different, which is if the concern you have, which I understand, is that insurrectionists should not be able to hold federal office, there is a tool to ensure that that does not happen, namely federal prosecution of insurrectionists. Uh, and if convicted, you, Congress made clear you are automatically barred from holding a federal office. That tool exists, you agree, and could be used, but has not, uh, could be used against someone who uh, committed it. I mean, he, he uh, Kavanaugh, by the way, sounded sharper than the attorney for Colorado. The guy from Colorado says, well, uh, first, Your Honor, uh, Part A was, uh, it was implemented six years before Part B. Uh, and that should mean nothing. That that should mean absolutely, and I don't think it did mean anything. Uh, what difference does it make when it was implemented? The fact is they were implemented, and don't try to infer something because something was yeah. added years later. Uh, but it, when, when he says, when Kavanaugh says, listen, we already have a tool in place. Uh, it, it, what you do is you, you try somebody in a federal court, and if they're found guilty of insurrection, then he can't be uh, in public office. He cannot be the president of the United States. I mean, it, it, it's it's well, already there. You, let me ask you a question. Was that a set of marching orders to say, go ahead and convict him, and then uh, you get upheld? Because they still have time, and they have kangaroo no, courts. they haven't got time. 
they have not got time. It's, it's because Clarence Thomas delivered some uh, some uh, pretty cut down words on uh, on them too. So yeah. that tells me that maybe the Supreme Court is going to go in favor. I mean, even of Trump, if they tried them, Bill, if they tried them today, if they filed charges today, it wouldn't get to, this wouldn't get to court for several months, and uh, then there'd be delays. And by the time he was, you know, the election came around. If he's the president, he has the ability to pardon himself. So it's, it it would it yeah. would not. Uh, well, I don't know. There's, you know, they're gonna they're gonna throw everything against the wall that they can, hoping for, well, something out of everything you toss, something sticks on the wall. You know what? What surprised me, guy. by the way, was that some of the liberal judges even questioned Colorado. Like uh, they weren't certain about it either. Uh, I was actually a little. Pleasantly, right. like they were taking their job seriously, these uh, other liberal judges. They were actually but, doing their job, you know. Let, let's just, um, ah, never mind. It would take me a long time to debate it here. Well, I was just going to no, do the you, sake of argument. Well, I mean, I, I don't think that, uh, I think that right now I'd be surprised if it wasn't at least an eight to one decision. It should be a nine to nothing decision, but there's always one liberal who will. Uh, hold their nose and well, do the wrong will thing. Katani will vote against Trump. Actually, uh, though, she, she asked a pretty good question yesterday, which actually surprised me. What's uh, that? And I can't rem- remember the question, but I do I do know that when I heard it, I thought, that, that sounds interesting. And then I heard some talk shows in the afternoon pointed out, too. So I thought, I guess I wasn't the only one that picked up on that. So she did ask a question that was um, serious. Let me put it to you well, this way. Well, you know, they could they could sit there and still try to do their thing, get things rolling just to uh, taint the waters a little bit more and you know, give uh, give pause for or give cause for pause, you know. I don't know. They're they're doing everything that they can, but you know, it's like the border uh, thing that I mentioned of uh, they're dropping off the busloads of people. Did they not think that we would notice this at some point in time what they were doing and this has been a plan all along? Um, you know, so Joe, I, Joe Biden gets out there now, mm-hmm. now, and he has the audacity to say this. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. Can you believe that? I mean, he, this is the guy who literally went in and did like 90 plus executive orders to remove all the security on the border. He's the guy who said during the debate to the illegals, come on over. The border is open if I'm in. You know, now he's trying to blame Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. Amazing. Yeah. No, it, it's it's crazy what's going on, but uh, it's it just. We could go on and on, my friend. Uh, uh, I, I want to, let's see, we have. Uh, uh, so much to talk about, but the time is running out on the clock, and you have a busy day. He's going to be on the road again. On the road well, I have again. a friend that's got to go in for a procedure yeah. on Monday, and I said, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. Kind of, You kind of need somebody there if they're going to— You're a good guy. Together. You're a good guy. You're, you know, it's been it's been my week to go and be the good Samaritan, yes. you know, because I and figure be one re- day— it, You'll be rewarded. You, re- you, you know, With guy. a pie in the face. That's what I'll be rewarded <laughs> with. Hey, are you Mr. Knight? Yes, I am. Yeah. Hey, hey, here, take this. this. Is- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, whipped cream. I needed that. I really did. Yeah. Hey, uh, if you want to give us a call and say hello and uh, maybe make a suggestion. By the way, what we weren't kidding yesterday, 
we had said at the end of the program, if you want to be on the program, all yeah, you have to yeah, do yeah. In, in your best voice is to call 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868. And say, and I'll say it now because it's unofficial, say, hasta la vista, baby, we're out of here. But, you know, say it with your oomph, with your zip. And uh, if it's if it's any good, and we sure we're sure it will no be, and we're going to judge who's good. And not, I mean, you get Pedro go. No, don't use it. No, 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 don't say it. That, that, that was not official. No, I'll give an not, example. Not the official ending because we have to also remind people they can they can email us because we have email uh, addresses too, right? Yes, we do. Yes, thank uh, you. We have um, mail at jimandbill.com, jimandbill at mail.com, and the ever-so-traditional mail at itsanotherday.com. I mean, we have so many different mail accounts, we don't know where to begin, okay? so We, we realize that itsanotherday.com might be a mouthful, uh, uh-huh. therefore we went with the, uh, hey, well, we'll take our names, and ironically, we own jimandbill.com. Uh-huh. Amazing. Uh, when something happens to me, you could sell the name and make a lot of money to another Jim and Bill, you know? <laughs> hey, yeah. we're Jim and Bill. Yeah. We want that domain. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We sell cigars. We got the cigar <laughs> club, and we want to talk about smoking a stogie. Hey, um, listen, if, you, if you, get a, you get a moment, tell your friends about our program, please, because without you, uh, we would have nothing. I We told you during the week that we had some – we realized – we weren't getting the true benefit of promotion from uh, one of the companies we work with. And uh, even with that, we have a phenomenal audience. It's because of you. It's because you guys are listening. Thank you. Thank you very much. We want to thank you. We want to thank your mama for having you. And, uh, you know, because without her, you wouldn't be here. That's true. And your daddy, too. Mamas are special, aren't they? <laughs> they really are. Um, okay, so. I think we've done all of the housekeeping here. You have a trip. Drive carefully, uh, because without you, it's just Jim Ann. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Jim and uh, That's it. Yes. Yeah. The big sigh. There'd be a reef right here, you know. So. Never mind. I'm going to say goodbye. See you guys uh, tomorrow on our weekend update. And uh, if, uh, if you would, sir. Yeah, until we meet again, hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. This is CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>